truth to come out. You know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shiver. You know, I don't want them to be like, they know what I'm going to say because it's polite. They know what I'm going to say. And even if I get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That ain't that what we're supposed to do. I know if I keep talking about how dirty it is out here, somebody going to clean it up. You are listening to Milagro, baby. Milagro Grams. International Nino. Mia. Nigga Millie. Hey y'all, it is Friday, April 30th. I'm so glad to be here with y'all. If y'all were up earlier, then y'all got to take part in the listening party that we did. You know, it ain't no type of party like a mob radio party. Even when shit is sucking, we make the best out of it, and we did. <laughs> we did, we did. So, Millie, I tried to put Basuda under the uh, post on the shade room, and Instagram said the comments like this have already been deleted. Baby, Shade Room, if you try to tell the Shade Room that she stole Nikki Flow or stole Nikki Lines, or you try to tell the Shade Room it sucked or baby, it's already going to get gone. The days of being on social media, being able to say how you feel, no longer exist. No longer exist. And so, uh, that's trash. That's trash. The end. Let's go ahead and get into it. So, it is Friday. It is Direct Deposit Day. What, what all my I got you Friday hoes at? Raise your hand, people. The shade room comments look like they're not in favor. Okay. They said they're being ruthless on the shade room comments. Well, I don't participate in that bullshit. I don't be up in the comments with that shit. Um, my mouth real reckless. Even when I'm not trying to be, or what they feel like is me trying to be an asshole, they be reporting my shit. So you don't even see me on com on um, comments on anybody motherfucking page, leaving a motherfucking thing. house can kiss my ass. I really ain't even posting no picture because really I feel like fuck Instagram. Honestly. I don't need Instagram to get my shit done. And and guess what? When I use it, I get engagement. It's nothing. Bitch, Instagram is just Instagram. So I don't give a damn. Uh, but that shit lame as fuck. You ain't gonna let me say what I wanna say? And then Twitter, they, they wanna try to uh stop me from making new motherfucking accounts. Talking about I'm evading the motherfucking suspension. Really? Y'all shouldn't have suspended my shit. Mm-hmm. My shit got suspended for calling out Megan's ass about that damn shooting. I didn't say nothing crazy at all. At all. I said, the shit do not add up. I said, Meg, she showed her foot. I said, this picture does not line up with what Megan claims. That's what I said. It got all these different comments and people upset that that's what I said. Because I was one of the first people to openly say, I do not believe her. No matter what platform I'm on, I get a lot of engagement. So even on Twitter, when I said something, oh, bitch, people had a lot to say about it. And you know how people do. They start reporting shit. They uh, deleted my Milagro Grams account. They said for hateful speech and conduct. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're going to see. We're going to see about that, bitch. It is fucking stupid. Why do I not have a Twitter? Because I literally said, this does not line up. I mean, make it make sense. Make it make sense. Uh-uh, bullshit. So, hell no. And y'all be get up off her neck. I'm not getting up off that hoe. Fuck that hoe. Fuck that bitch. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to go get a lawyer. Bitch, y'all. 
like I give that much of a fuck about Twitter. I can still get on Twitter. It doesn't matter. And once again, it's it's not even about getting on there. It's about what they're doing. It's about the fact that um didn't nobody do shit. It's about the fact that child profiles get deleted. It's about the fact that um I saw Alexis. She said I'm not sure, but I posted something about trans. It was trans related. She said it wasn't even negative. She has not been able to go live on her fucking Instagram since I don't know when. And they didn't even give her a fucking end date. She said, I didn't even say shit. You understand? So this internet is a pussy ass fucking place. So child, they, they full of shit. They're full of shit. But let's go ahead and get into it because Boosie is going to be having some more pleasant shit. Boosie went online and said, my hemorrhoids gone. Great weekend on the way. You know, Standing alone, this don't sound good. Uh-huh. But when you pair with the fact that you just said that you had some niggas in the pen and Louisiana, you wish that nigga would've went to that jail and you put the dick emoji, I'm starting to wonder what the hell you got going on. Okay? Uh, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Can you help me understand? And there is porn all over Twitter. So help me understand how we make comments about shit that we see. We saw fuck that bitch. Oh, you deleted. You deleted. And Cardi, one of the worst ones. Cardi know what she be doing. Bitch, don't say nothing to that pussy asshole. She gonna report it and have your shit locked up by noon. You know how she can. She can say whatever the fuck she want to say. But if you say, oh, I don't like your hair. Oh, report it. Delete. Hateful talk. Let's get the fuck up out of here. Fuck about that bullshit. Fuck them hoes. Y'all want to sit up there with nobody? Y'all want to sit up there with robots? And that's what's going to happen. Ain't nobody going to be on there. They got Lil Boosie up off Instagram. Lil Boosie, he did violate the rules. Now, he actually did. It's some more people. Bitch, they didn't violate the rules. What the hell? If Boosie violated it, then it's a lot of people need to be up off it up. But once again, Boosie said, don't cut his dick off. They be having their agendas and all kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Man, now first of all, what is a hemorrhoid? A hemorrhoid is a knot on your asshole. And so you can get it by straining too hard. You can get it when, uh, by pushing, you know what I'm saying? If you have a child, you're taking a hard shit, somebody ramming it up your ass, don't know what the hell they're doing, ending up blue, whatever the case may be, okay? you Anybody can get a motherfucking hemorrhoid, okay? So don't be pushing that hard. Bitch, go drink some water and all that kind of shit like that. Um, They said, didn't Beckley have her bare breast out on Instagram? Yeah, she did. Her bare titties. Why didn't her page get deleted? But somebody popped up on my motherfucking Instagram live showing something they wasn't supposed to pop up. Oh, bitch, flag that shit. Child, these, these hoes pathetic. We could go on all day. But anyway, yep, them pancake nipples. Um, But his hemorrhoids are gone. So I guess he went and got them removed. He tooted that thing up, let him take them off. And he said he having a great weekend. I thought you had been having great weekends. Are you now going to be able to sit down comfortably? What the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? A great weekend on the way. Sound like somebody about to get pounded. Sound like somebody finna be a power bottom. That, that's what it sounds like to me. That's how I feel about that. I don't I don't feel like that was anybody's motherfucking business. We didn't even know that you had a goddamn hemorrhoid. So what the fuck is you telling us for? I don't want to hear that shit. Now let's get into Mulatto. Mulatto was out vacationing. And um, let me be clear. I don't really care uh, if Mulatto ever divulges who she's in this relationship with or whatever. But for Mulatto to come out and say, you know, well, I'm keeping this shit private. You know? I don't understand why you make any type of post about the nigga then. People keep asking her if it's 21 Savage. She said it wasn't 21 Savage. Okay, let's take a look at this. The Shade Room reposted this. They said, is that 21 Savage Shadow? They said, nah, that's definitely 21 Savage Shadow. I love it. And so you can see that the hair 
the shadow, I mean, once again, this is one of those very trivial things. But um, if I would pick anybody, I would say 21 Savage. You know, they've been spotted in the same location a couple different times trying to play it cool. You know, I definitely think they're dating. I definitely don't care. But if Mulatto doesn't want to make a point out of it, um, then why? Let me go show you what she posted. Because she said he love it here. Okay? And so you keep on sparking this shit up. You keep on sparking the shit up. You got people asking questions. Once again, either you're going to keep it private or you're not. What annoys me is people saying, well, don't worry about that. But then let me put it in your face. So then whoever her fans are asking questions and trying to see what's up. Okay, then she turn around and act like she half-ass annoyed, you know what I'm saying, with them and what it is that they're doing. They say she dating BRS Cash. Look, whoever in the fuck she is, dating or not dating, I feel like if she wants to be private about it, then she needs to keep that private. That's what she needs to do. And then just keep it about the music. That's how y'all judge a shadow. Leave it to Instagram. Leave it to Instagram, babe, because I don't know. <laughs> they said, nah, it's key Glock. Listen, who knows? They said Mulatto got some new titties. I, w I don't look at Mulatto enough to know, okay? Mulatto obviously got some shit done. It, it ended up looking good. That's all I do know. Okay, what's the name of your doctor? That's the question. <laughs> they said uh, BRS be with her all the time. I've noticed it. Okay. Okay. Well, could be. Who knows? And once again, who cares, child? <sighs> Did y'all hear about Candy Burris saying that Wanye from Boys to Men was hard to work with? You know, she came out, said what she said. Well, Wanye has responded. Okay. And let's see what it is that he had to say. I don't know the names of these people that he sat down with. If you know the names, put it in the chat, please. And so um, he was doing an interview on Instagram Live with this young man and this young woman. And uh, it was brought up. And so let's see how he addressed it. Oh, let's refresh it. She have said y'all was the worst people to work with. That's what she, she said. Y'all attitudes were nasty to her and horrible to work with. Oh, wow. oh okay. That's that's cool. Um, that's not true. I'll tell the story if y'all want to hear it. But Aww. I'll tell you. A little yeah, later. we want to hear. It. We want to hear. It. It. You want to hear it, Jane? If you want to hear the story, Jane, we want to hear the story. <laughs> What's the team? So, okay, so she was working. We should go on TMZ with the story. So she was working. So so she was working with um. Uh, I want to pause real quick. Did you hear the young lady in the back? I don't know who that was. Maybe his wife, assistant. I don't know. And she said maybe we should go to TMZ with this story. I want black people to stop doing that. That's what I want y'all to do. I want y'all to stop being in the midst of or being aware of black talent and black platforms and deciding that it would be better if you went to the white one. And I know it's a joke, but there's truth in every motherfucking joke. You know what I'm saying? And so when we talking about that, we throw this type of thing. What, what does that really even mean? Maybe we should go to TMZ. He is literally sitting in front of two black people, two black people. And then it said, well, maybe we should go to uh, TMZ with this. Fuck TMZ. The people at TMZ are not the ones that, that will listen to your damn music. That will go buy that damn ticket and sit up and support you. It be your own kind of goddamn people. So why the fuck you need to go to TMZ? Fuck TMZ. But see, that's my problem. They'll sit up and chastise black outlets, but they want to kiss the ass of the white ones. For example, real quick, Kayla B. Her tackhead ass. See, hold on. Let me pull this off the screen real quick. Because I'm all over the place this morning. But it don't make sense. Y'all know. I don't know the particulars. Because I didn't ask. Because I don't give a fuck. But I do know that a common denominator with Kayla 
is Mad Girl Chris. I've been around a girl one time. She was pleasant, you know, kind of more reserved and quiet. She came and did what was needed to be done out in Miami. Everybody chit-chat a little bit. She went on about her business. But she stayed in mess with uh Kayla all the goddamn time. Kayla goes on social media. And let me show what the fuck Kayla gonna say. Because, see, it be these type of people for me. Kayla gonna say, this on-site hoe always posting me, weird-ass hoes. Post something about my business or something, bitch. It's on site was trying to hit me up about some shit through my friend. Bitch, I don't want to kick it with your messy. I hate blogs. Girl, I, I really do believe that Mad Girl Chris is in the middle of it. And I feel like that's that messy ass shit. Kayla, you want all the attention that you barely get. So shut the fuck up. I am so sick of y'all feeling like y'all got a, a name and a face to the goddamn business. So y'all want to come and call yourself saying something to Ra. Shut the fuck up. Because per the point, and what my point is... Is that y'all don't do that to TMZ. I did not see Kayla go say a goddamn thing to the shade room. I didn't see Kayla say a motherfucking thing about anybody that's posted her. Anybody. I, I don't know what it is about y'all when it come around. I, I don't know if y'all feel like she a reality TV bitch. I don't know what, what the fuck y'all deal is. That y'all feel like y'all want to always come out and say something. But the shit is real old and real tired. And I see every hoe for exactly what the fuck she is. Anybody who got a problem with being posted on site, but don't be having a problem elsewhere, bitch, I, I feel like you on that bullshit. Uh-uh. That's that dry ass shit. They, it's like they be waiting to try to say something. What, what do you want? But then if Ross start giving that energy, you know what I'm saying? First of all, Ross is not the one posting. Now, that, that's where we got to stop. There's a whole staff of people that post shit. And ain't nobody up there no motherfucking hoe. Now, let's address that. Let's address that. While you slinging t-shirts out of these motherfucking apartments in Atlanta, you the one trying to find some love. Okay? And last time we heard, bitch, you was looking for it in your own gene pool. So, ho, I don't know what the fuck you talking about. I don't know who you calling a hoe. You might want to look at your friend circle. You might want to look at how you live your life, bitch. I, I don't know who she talking about, who she thinks she's talking about, or what the hell going on. But I wish a brother fucker would. Bitch, please. Tell bitch ass up. Anyway, let's get back to this right here. That, that bitch, bitch who? Bitch what? Girl, shut the fuck up. This hoes is annoying. That y'all was the worst people to work with. That's what she said. Y'all attitudes were nasty to her and horrible to work with. Wow. Oh, okay. That's that's cool. Um, that's not true. I'll tell the story if y'all want to hear it. Yeah, go ahead, Wanya. Yeah, we want to hear it. We want to hear it. You want to hear it, Jane? If you want to hear the story, Jane. We want to hear the story. <laughs> What's the <laughs> team? Okay, so she was working. Maybe work we should go on TMZ with the story. Okay. So she was working. So, so she was working with um, uh, Shakespeare at the time. It was her, her man. You know what I mean? And um, we were um, writing a song, "Good Guys." I believe it was "Good Guys." Yeah. Tell me why I be the good guy. Now we're from the school um, of, and you know, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. They kind of taught us basically. You know, this is how you work. If I write, you write Petty and Jana writes. We'll split it down the middle. Okay. You understand? Uh-huh. Really right. doesn't matter. Lyrically, oh, wait, you know. They said no. Sell it to TMZ. Get a check for it. <laughs> I don't feel like that. That's not my thought process. I don't give a I'm damn. Just we didn't even know how to do that. Exactly. TLC, Who cares? No. TLC? What I love TLC. Um <laughs> But um so so um We did that yesterday. You know, writing the song we talked talk. you know, you write it. You know, you just split it down the middle. That way there's no discrepancies or whatever, blah, 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 right? We finished the song. 
right? And once we finished the song, she started talking about splits. Now, the song wasn't actually finished, but she started talking about splits. Now, we from the old school. We from the, hey, you write a lyric, I write a lyric, you know? If if you right. don't write the full, you know what I'm saying? This is yeah. really about, you know, just building this, this whole thing together. And mm -hmm. she started talking about splits. So we sat there, we was like, splits? First of all, we didn't even finish singing the song it's yet. It's on YouTube. We didn't finish writing the song yet. No, baby, look at the video. Why would we talk about splits? But if you still I mean, about well, because I came up with the hook, and I'm like, and the hook is the major part of the song. It's like, I don't care what the the hook is the main. We, we, like, like, literally, like, we've been in the game long enough to say, hold on a second. That's not how it worked. Now, that's how it became. We understand that's how it became, but we don't ride in that lane. You understand? We, we Let's pause it right here. What you got to understand is things have changed over time. So at the time when Candy and them were working with them, that wasn't how things were. So they were going off of the way, you know, things had always been. We write records together. It don't matter what part of the song you write. When it's all said and done, we put our names on it and we'll just bust it down the middle so that we won't have to be arguing or, or feeling no type of way. Things eventually evolved and people started getting different types of credits and percentages. But then you see how messy that has gotten. It would be much easier if everybody would, uh, you know what I'm saying, put their pride to the side, go ahead and contribute, and then do your thing. Whenever I did a group project in school growing up, they, the teacher never asked me what my percentage was. They just wanted to know if we had participated. And if we had participated and everybody was happy with the work that had been put forth, then we all ended up getting a particular grade and we all benefited off of that. So we can get into semantics and feel like, okay, well, now you do this, you do this, you do that, and that's fine. At the time, that's not how it was. And so, obviously, there was a little bit of strife when it came to a head, and Candy wanted to do it one way, and they were sticking to the traditional way. That's what I'm gathering. And a whole other thought process when it comes to creative, simply because that can be stagnating. It can stagnate the whole process, you know what I'm saying? So, um... You know, we made a little bit of a stink. Not, and it wasn't really crazy. It wasn't like, no, who you think you are? Nothing like that. It was just like, look, that's not how we do. We work, you know? And then from that point, it became it became a little bit uh, harder to work with her. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I think we did another song with Shakespeare that she was a part of. We recorded the songs. They went on the album. But to me, personally, I just, you know, I could... I could take her or leave her. Now, I think that she's a cool Look at person. The kittens room. I think hey, that you know, when I watch her on TV or whatnot, I think that she has very valid things to say. I think that she keeps things on a level when it comes to her personality. I have nothing bad to say about Candy. It's just we work differently. And I try, you know, we try to keep things. Okay. She said y'all so, uh, yeah, yeah, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And so um, he went on to say, you know, I could take her or leave her. You know, it don't matter. Da, 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 da. That's what he had to say about it. Um, I wasn't there. I, I really don't care. You know, this is from yesteryear. And so uh, he addressed it. That it is, that's what the fuck, you know, Candy had to say about the group. That it was hard to work with them. And that's that. You know, um, Candy has gone on to make buku fucking money. Obviously, she's a really good businesswoman. Um, I don't know Candy's business and her finances. But when I have watched the show, Candy is very, very um, shrewd about her money things get very short when it gets about the money you will never forget who in the fuck is in charge because candy will remind you the only person that she ain't finna get that type of energy to is her mama and um candy is like a lot of black people in our community who feel like we owe something to somebody 
Candy Mom be having her hand out too much for me. And I don't give a damn. If you was watching Riley, that's because that's what you want to do. If you help me, you fuck out. Listen, 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 listen. If you was doing what you wanted to do, then your house and you moving around and living out the land, all that kind of shit, then baby, that, that's more than enough. Leave me alone. Leave me the hell alone. Okay? Um, but that's Candy Mom. She can do with it as she see fit. But what I will say is I've noticed her mama get a pass for shit. A lot of people don't get a pass for. Okay? Todd, she gonna micromanage the fuck out of him, which... I mean, do what you want to, because you just haven't built that money. I wouldn't let it go down the damn drain. You know what I'm saying? She's going to buy what she want to buy for Riley and shit like that. But it gets real short when it get about Candy motherfucking money. Okay? Candy do not play about the money. And that's why Candy has money to this day. And say what you want about who work with her or who don't. But um, Candy has lasted. I'm still here. Wahoo! Okay? So, look. You ain't got to like it. But... Obviously, she feels like it worked for her. And uh, there it is right there. They say Candy says she cheap too. Yeah, it looks like it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Candy is a beautiful woman. Now, eight times, seven times, five times out of ten, her hair gonna be done cute. Candy is soulful. Candy cannot dress. Candy is a... I ain't never seen somebody so fine, built up, and a pretty woman that can't do nothing with her motherfucking self. Oh, wait. I've seen Megan. Child. I, I just ain't never seen somebody so goddamn tacky. Candy is too damn fine for what she be out here doing in these streets. And and sometimes Candy get it right. And it be like, ooh, bitch, you look good. Candy is a good looking woman. But Candy is tacky to me. Candy is tacky. They said, what did she have on at the reunion? Child, some freak nasty vintage uh saloon freak show shit. Uh, I, girl, who, who coming up and out? Pulling them guns. Is it a draw? What? Candy. Your big ass dance with the bullshit. Somebody was bravo. Girl. <laughs> yeah, okay. Wanna join the conversation? Hashtag Mob Radio on Twitter and I'll read your thoughts live on the air. And if you've been watching the show and enjoying yourself, how about you like the video and subscribe? Now let's get back to the show. More money, more money, more money. Are you enjoying the show? Then go ahead and drop something in my cash up on my PayPal because this is an independent operation. This channel is... Y'all know what it's in my goddamn cash. Somebody in the chat said that I don't think that Candy is all that pretty. I think that Candy's really pretty. I think that she's a beautiful woman. Um, everybody has their little thing. I, I don't like the way Candy holds her mouth. You know, when she smiles, it's like the Joker. You know, I hate it. And then I don't like the way she talks either. Then they, then they, say, I, they say I sound like a mixture of Candy and Lisa Ray. Child, listen. Whoa. Okay, I don't have no time for that bullshit. It, it's, it's, I don't like I show her mouth. But Candy is a beautiful woman, you know? Um, I think she's really, really pretty. But beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I ain't gonna argue with you about a bitch. I ain't gonna give me $20. Now, let's go ahead and get into JT. <sighs> Jatavia and Carisha Brownlee, they went and sat down with um Justin. Justin and Justin, all that respectfully, Justin. This show and the concept of it, I guess... But it just doesn't do anything for me. We must acknowledge the age of everybody participating in this shit right here. Respectfully, Justin, I know that that's some, a brand, you know, that he built. But respectfully, Justin, and what respectfully, Justin is about, and then the types of conversations that they have, it's, it's, it's just turned 18, 19-year-old shit. Everybody sitting up here on this goddamn stage that's the that's the uh, main people, not the fillers in the back, not the extra hoes. Baby, y'all are closer to 30 than y'all are to 20. I would like to see conversations elevated. 
this whole respectfully Justin shit is, is like a college fucking meetup or something like that. Like it reminds me of when I went to college and I was trying to figure out what club I wanted to be a part of. And I went to the NAACP meeting and then I went to the Black Power meeting and then I went to the Black Panther meeting and all that other bullshit. Um, it's just very childish to me. So this does not appeal to the type of woman that I am living the type of life that I live. That does not mean that it doesn't appeal to somebody and that it can be enjoyable for somebody. But that's the reason why, you know what I'm saying? I'm not plugged into it. When I was watching shit like 106 and Park, one of the coolest things about 106 and Park was the relatability. It didn't matter who came through. I think they had proper questions. We kept it about the music and, and they knew how to, um... Contour, you know what I'm saying? They, they, knew, they knew how to bend. They knew what to do and how to do it depending on who was there while still keeping this lighthearted vibe. You know what I'm saying? In these instances, respectfully, Justin always comes back down to sex to me. When I've seen clips, okay, but what about sex? And, and who you fucking and how you like to do it? It's just very trivial to me. It's just, it, it, there's no substance. But it is what it is, okay? That's what they've decided. The City Girls came and sat down for a new episode. And let's get into some of the things that were said. Um, do broke niggas deserve pussy? All right, let's go ahead and get into it. Pussy, because I feel like broke niggas always mad any motherfucking way. They mad at life. They mad they shit ain't going to have supposed to go. They always got an attitude. So I don't want no nigga who ain't got no money. Ain't no motherfucking attitude fucking on me, putting them negative ass spirits in the dark. Negative spirits is crazy. You're broke, you're mad all the time. You you just, like, you trying to tell me how I need to be living. The worst ain't serious. But, um. Now, take it how you will. Take it how you will. But last time I checked, you say you so rich and you always got a funky ass attitude, bitch. Let me, let me tell y'all one thing I know in two for sure. You you better want a man that's uh spiritually wealthy. There's a man out in the world who don't have no money, but but he, he got good heart, bitch. And he good with God. And that's a man that's worth everything. So don't sit up here and shortchange no motherfucking man God created because he ain't got a certain amount of money in his bank account. What baffles me is the is the battery that people put into their backs want somebody to help them get on to a little bit of money. Now they looking down on everybody that's from the same places that they was fucking from. JT, would you like to reference your past and where you came from? And what's crazy to me is the fact that JT actually need help. Because JT just uh, sat up and said that she used to watch her mama only fuck with niggas for cash. She ain't seen no example of no real relationship. And bitch, it shows. Because Lil Uzi and set up and disrespected the dog shit out of you. But because he can buy you a purse, everything is okay. Because he buy you a car, everything is okay. Okay, you keep on living over there. Ignorance is motherfucking bliss. And she's a dumb hoe. I am not impressed. And I will never be impressed by JT. And y'all can keep on getting distracted when JT show her titties or feel like JT so cute. Bitch, I don't give a fuck how cute a hoe is. There's a lot of cute hoes in the world. I saw a cute puppy down in Petco. Okay, I don't give a fuck about cute. God don't like ugly and he ain't too fond of pretty. So that don't faze me. Y'all need to be out here talking about some more shit. How disheartening was it? For Megan Thee Stallion to do that interview with the City Girls. And they asked them what they like to rap about. And Carisha said sex and money and da da da. Oh yeah. And I throw my kids in there too. This shit actually is fucking pathetic. If you want to talk about it. If you want to talk about it. So money cannot be, you know what I'm saying, the reason why somebody, you know what I'm saying, ends up on that list. And if they don't. And once again, we have seen the ways that he has disrespected that damn girl. Let's go see what else was said. 
give me a, a ballpark figure how much it took to get to know you and you ain't even in a team you just wanted to well when i first got my baby daddy he took me to the furniture store and my furniture at that time came with like fifty thousand because i had like a little townhouse swear oh, to god hold on 50 wow <laughs> let's put this into perspective Southside spent $50,000 on her furniture. But Young Miami was the one on his Instagram live saying, don't you see me calling you? I'm ready to go to bed. I miss you. And then finally said, well, fuck you. Good night. Please understand. He put $50,000 worth of furniture in your goddamn house. And why did y'all break up, Young Miami? Hmm? Because he did all that and still went and fucked another bitch, right? Little Mexican, uh huh. If y'all watching my radio, y'all know. And then y'all y'all got back together, and I da 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 da. Has he started paying child support for his other children yet, or is he still lying saying that he's been impacted by COVID so he can't do it? See, I want y'all to listen to people when they talk. That's what I want y'all to do, and I want y'all to stop being so easy to impress, and I want y'all to stop applying y'all selves to this shit. Because when I want to get to know a nigga, first of all. I'm going to tell you like I was told. Somebody give you something, they expect something. Might not be now, might be later, who knows? Who knows what it actually might even be? But accept things knowing that there could be something on the tail end. That's one. So if a man wants to get to know me, he don't need to drop down on motherfucking money. Ain't nothing you can buy me or give me that'll show me that you into me besides your motherfucking spirit and your mind. So that's one. So you can't pop up on me with a whole bunch of shit and that make me open to getting to know you. And then once I get to know you, and we start talking about how you living your life, bitch, and, and you try to present me with something, I'm going to ask about what's going on over here. Now, you say you got some kids. Where they live at? How they doing? What you got them? Damn, you just spent $50,000 on me? What's your baby mama house looking like? Because, see, it's certain people that need to be taken care of. But, see, people don't think about that because it's all about how they feel like it sounds. Young mammy feel like she a boss bitch because he put $50,000 worth of furniture in her house. Baby... I am not a boss bitch if I am not respected. Once again. Once again. A, a, a man throwing out money and buying this and that. What that mean? What that mean? You know, so I just want y'all to aim higher. And I want y'all to, you know, go deeper. When it comes to who y'all are interested in and the reasons why. Because social media will have y'all living in a very superficial type of fucking world um, that doesn't exist. And you will get treated a particular type of way, especially, <laughs> especially once people are aware of, um, you know what I'm saying, what you'll go for. So if I can, if I can go cheat on you and you fuss at me, but I go buy your bag, you'll shut the fuck up. Cause oh, I don't niggas do that. He know what home is. Okay. You will become a bitch. They get cheated on and don't nobody give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? You can put yourself in certain predicaments and certain positions. JT and Carisha, based on what they have promoted, how they have spoken it, I guarantee you. That they would have a hard time out in the world trying to get a man to take them seriously. All of these different young ladies that y'all see on social media, they, oh, they pop up with this nigga, pop up that nigga. I promise you that these are the ones sitting up crying. I promise you that these are the ones secret. And I've had conversations with them. Secret, they were, How long you been married? Oh, I can't wait to find my forever. Girl, shut the fuck up. Don't, don't nobody want to be married till a nigga ask him. Oh, I, I, I ain't worried about marriage. I until a nigga drop down. Then they want the whole motherfucking thing. You see what I'm saying? Don't let these hoes lie to you. It's a lot of broken little girls that don't believe that they deserve the fucking fairy tale that settle, you know, for the baby's kids uh, playwright. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, guess what? I'm not accepting that bullshit. 
at all. You know what I mean? But it is what it is. Let's see what else was said. JT talks about how good Uzi treats her and the first date with him at Taco Bell and Louis Vuitton. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Glock Topics. They said it's a fake-ass drink challenge. <laughs> to the halfway house and said put as much money in here as you can and he took her to Taco Bell and Louis Vuitton I'd rather go fuck Alan Payne in the grass and feel for like they did on Jason's lyric you know now now you 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 need to think about this you need to go think about this go rent out of space rent out the metro bus if you love me I mean fuck all of that Money, 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 money. Lil Uzi came to the halfway house. Wow. What a what what a great fucking love story, bitch. Y'all some retards. How you go to Louie get 30000 but eat Taco Bell? He's yeah, a real had, nigga. We had to make it quick. Because I had to be back to the halfway house. Oh, I forgot you got curfew in that. Yeah. Wow. Shout out to him. Listen, let's take a shot to that. Real <laughs> niggas when you get in the first day. What? Yachty was like, what I do? And he said, JT, 
So you was fucking with JT and Lil Uzi. I'm sorry, JT was fucking with Lil Uzi and uh, Yachty at the same time then. See what happened when you talk too goddamn much? Do you see what happens when you talk too goddamn much? So on what day did Lil Uzi come to the halfway house? And what day did, uh, what you mean do? Lil Yachty, Lil Boat, when he came over there. And if you think that niggas don't talk, and this is why I feel like you will never be taken seriously. Men talk. Men don't like to be amongst men that have had their fucking women. You can be a bust down. You can be all that shit. You can be a homie. And a, the, the woman that a man makes his, that he puts his mark on, he don't want nobody else to know how they pussy feel. You understand? That's law. And I don't give a fuck what they tell you. I don't give a fuck about the nigga that say, I don't care what your pay. Fuck all of that. Do not listen to him. Do not listen to him. Don't no man want to be sitting up amongst another man or passing another man and being in certain spaces and that man has had his woman. So y'all need to make better decisions and make sure you meet the crew before you start fucking one. Because you might have an errand boy. Then you're going to come back and you're going to want the D-boy. Nah, bitch, it's too late. It's too late. It's too late. Jalen said, have y'all seen uh, Morris Chestnut on The Best Man? Uh-huh. He almost threw that nigga off the back. Ooh, his fine ass. He was on that toilet reading that book. He was just crumpling that book. He started sweating and shit. He thought he was the only one. He thought Mia hadn't bust that pussy open for nobody but him. Then, then, what did he find out? <laughs> Bitch, that, that movie was just too good. They don't even make movies like that no more. Shout out to the best man again. Again, Harper's ass. Uh-huh. Would you have married Harper if you were sitting out late then? Let's talk about it. Hell no. I would have trashed his house. I would have stole his manuscript. I would have made his life a living hell. And I would have whooped that bitch at Neil Long. Oh, bitch, you would have had to. I would have whooped your ass from here back to the radio station. I would have told that hoe up. Uh-huh. And and uh, that Mia bitch. Yo, you want to sit your ass up here? And be smiling all up in my nigga face. And anybody say nothing. Oh, no. Oh, no. See, that's why I hate when people come into shit. And it's a friend group. You got to see everything that's going on. And you got to get everybody drunk. And you got to find out what really happened in the friend group. Because they be doing just that. They be fucking each other. And everybody be knowing what happened. Everybody trying to move on. to be little secrets and shit like that. Mm-mm. They did. I felt so bad for Sanaa Lathan in that whole movie. Sanaa Lathan was trying to find her place amongst his group and, and come in. And he had them old demons that he hadn't dealt with. You know, um, it was kind of like her in Love and Basketball. She was second choice once again. Once again. JT is giving Sanaa Lathan, baby. That's what she's giving. Uh, can we play for our love? Hell no. Hell no. Because, bitch, he went off with that other hoe. Uh-huh. Tyra Banks. You see her with the legs? At the hospital room. You must have missed it. When that was down there. You didn't see her down there? With her, with her, with her skirt suit? The whole fit? Oh, okay. Well, you might want to go back around there. I think she's going to be there till 1 o'clock. And, and go see how she all up in the room. I'm not I'm not shooting no buckets for no nigga. For his goddamn love. Them, them hoes is sick. Them hoes is sick. And JT is giving second right. And shit like that. Yeah, he keep me fly. He go shopping for me more than he go shopping for himself. Like he. So he's the reason why you looking like a space alien slut. Okay. I'm glad that you put an address on it. Oh, he's a 
What's his sign? Like, if the he's lady want to find a nigga like that, what's his sign? <laughs> he a Leo. Don't look at my man, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I don't know. Baby, don't nobody want that little idiot but you. <laughs> Baby, I promise you. About Leos, but you know what I'm saying? You might want to get you a Leo. You might want to get you a Leo. Might not. They might test you at first. <laughs> oh, you well, might want to get hold you on, a Leo. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, for women out there who might meet a Leo, what does a test with a Leo look like? Like, what? You know what I'm saying? Because they might be going through it. What's the test you want to do to find that good man, that king? have a good mind you carisha ain't said a word um he trying my patience why you, smile so <laughs> much? why you smile why you talk about him you really love that man yeah but he trying my patience like he he like leo think they are very slick and they think they are very smart but see, he ain't never met a bitch like me i was on his ass mm. i was like oh no this is that this and that. he was like damn like <laughs> he ain't nothing. So i was like okay let me tell you something we gonna make it official. If we ain't gonna make it official, we gonna cut each other yeah. off. We've been doing this long. He made it official. So you ain't play. So wait a minute, babe. You talk too much. She just made it very clear that they had been fucking, and she was tired of it. So she gave him an ultimatum. That's what that's called when you tell somebody either do this or this is what's gonna happen. So you told him either make it official or I'm gonna stop messing with you. So you'll never know if he truly wanted to choose. Don't ever tell a man that. The very moment that you feel like you need to say that to a man, babe, that's when you need to go reevaluate. Because let me tell you what I know about a man. As much as they're different, they're the same. When a man wants something, he goes after it. And if he wanted you to be his, and if he wanted you to claim, if he wanted to claim you and he wanted to make it official, then that's what he would have done. The same way that a man is supposed to seek you out to a certain degree, in a certain regard, babe, that's what should have been happening. The same way I don't think a woman should be getting down on bending knee to ask if, if a man will marry her is the same type of ideology when I'm saying that you don't need to be telling him either we're going to be together or fine, I'm going to stop fucking with you then. And then now he's been claiming her. I just, I just feel like she looks like a fucking idiot. JT, I haven't seen this full interview, but every clip that's been posted, it ain't been about you or your music. It's been about you with Lil Uzi. You are in a group, Okay. Coy Leroy said you ain't turning your vocals yet because you all on the boat and shit. She needs to make sure that her business and her personal are separate. That's what she needs to do. It's okay to mention him because he's a public figure and you're in a relationship with him and that's cool. But you once again, you need to reel it in. You need to reel it in. Have those types of talks with your girls. And now you got young Miami just sitting over here. You know what I'm saying? Just fucking looking. And it's just like, baby, can you focus? This is the city girls. How many times they gonna pan the camera out to Lil Uzi? Did you want Lil Uzi to come sit down? You know what I'm saying? So, JT, you gonna look? You cannot put everything into fucking Lil Uzi. You cannot do that. And you gonna look up one day, ain't gonna be shit left but Lil Uzi. Then what? You ain't gonna have nobody to blame but yourself. You know what I'm saying? Cause Uzi business is still getting handled while you sitting up with him. It's other artists calling your ass out. Child. At all. No, after a while, you can't play with you. You gotta put your feet down. It's either uh, they gonna do it or they not. <laughs> wow, shout oh, out but to you Leo. didn't know that. Either they're gonna do it or they're not. I mean, but with coercion, though, it's okay. Girl, bye. This shit is so goddamn dumb. Send me twenty dollars. Hold on. More money, more money, more money. Are you enjoying the show? 
then go ahead and drop something in my cash up on my PayPal because this is an independent operation. This channel is funded by the people for the people. So you going to invest in a... Baby, that's that JT over there laughing and giggling like she ain't the damn rebound. They had the bag for a damn title. Child, um, I should have learned about music. I should have heard about what y'all had going on. Did they talk about the, the uh, bikini line? I mean, what what's going on over there? Can, can y'all help me understand? This is that bullshit. They said they don't have shit going on. Oh, oh well, tell me something. Then keep on talking about your love, then. All right, people. Let's go ahead and get into Khaled Khaled, all right? Khaled Khaled came out last night. And uh, I will be very honest with you. It is one of the worst bodies of work that I've ever heard in my life on different levels. You have the biggest names in music, and um, they couldn't put together a body of work, you know, worth the damn. I don't know who mixed and mastered it. But that was problem numero uno. Even when you attempted to like a song, you couldn't hear it. And your damn show couldn't feel it. it. It sounded like your speakers was broken. So even if you wanted to try to give it a chance, it was like, why does it sound like this? A lot of people could not get over the way that it was mixed and mastered and did not like it. I'm people. I did not like it. I did, I did not like it. I did not like it. We will get into the songs. I'll tell you how I feel about every song. But let's go ahead and get into Cardi on live. This is what she had to say once it was revealed that her vocals had been sent in. And yes, I wrote the record. You know what I'm saying? And I was just like brainstorming, 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 brainstorming. Like what the fuck, what the fuck, what the this, what the that. And then, um, you know, I really wanted, you know, I like to sound really good because one thing I've been really insecure about is my accent. I have a really big accent and my pronunciation and everything so i was making sure that everything is mixed right literally like i think Khaled got the song today at seven seven no wait i think 7 a.m my time like he probably got it like at 10 a.m and whatever he got it today and um he got it mastered and everything and it's like i hope you guys like it it's just a little so the beat be okay um so cardi b says that well I sent it in last minute. You know, I did what I did. I wrote it. She was very, very proud of that. I want to explain to her that there's absolutely nothing to be, you know, proud of. Um, the song was very simple, very basic. Um, she says that she wrote it in 24 hours. It sounds like it. Let's go look at the lyrics, okay? Because let me say this. I'm going to repeat what I said last night. I could tell that Cardi B had tried, you know, to enunciate more. She did sound better. And when we say sound better, when you have somebody that speaks in retarded, broken English, who's illiterate, and they get up and you can actually understand what they're saying and it doesn't sound like they're chewing, you know, rocks, um, that is better. That is better. And so um, she did sound better, you know? Um, what else? Let's get into the lyrics. Let's just do that. So we're on Rap Genius. The, the chorus is... I get big papers, so I deal with big haters. Big papers, so I deal with big haters. Elementary. Got it out the mud. They ain't do me no favors. Let me tell you why this isn't impactful for me as we continue to go down. You want to know why Get Up 10 is a song that I think everybody could say, that's a good song, Cardi, because it, it, it seemed true. You know, I didn't find any line that I felt like, you know, she was false. I felt like she was t being, t being honest. Even if somebody did help her write it, I still think that it, it embodied, you know, her feelings or maybe things that she was going through. So it resonates with you differently. When we come into people wanting to call Cardi B the queen of rap, 
and we get into shit like this, and this is supposed to be one of her hard-hitting records, like one of her gangster records, and da 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 it was not giving that at all. The chorus, um, I can't really sit up and say that it's different from any of the other tracks on the album. Cardi B is doing what her peers are doing. So I do think that it's very simple and redundant, but I can say that for every fucking chorus on this album. Every chorus on this album was A, B, C, one, two, three, just like this. And I didn't like it. So that's not even exclusive to Cardi. I did not like down there none of them motherfucking hooks. Everybody was sitting up there, let me just find something that rhymes and, and we're going to make a verse and we're going to do it like that. So it wasn't just a Cardi thing. You know, it was a DJ Khaled, Khaled, Khaled album thing, okay? Let's get into the verses. Cardi B said, uh, it ain't a bitch like her. That's why these bitches don't like her. I respect shit starters, um, not no shit typers. Once again, while the song was cool for what it was, I can see why some people may like it, even though it may not be my cup of tea. Once again, I cannot resonate with this. Cardi, then you must not respect your damn self, Okay? I respect shit starters, not no shit typers. If we gonna come out popping our shit, we gotta be able to stand on it. Cardi B cannot stand on particular things. I heard Cardi B say Big Barty, but you on the internet saying you don't gangbang no more, love. Make it make sense. Is you is or is you ain't my baby. Okay, moving along. Three year break. I still get this shit hyper. Shot back to the top. Don't make a bitch snipe you. Okay, you can have it. What did go number one? Big Barty. I don't like that. I don't like that. Because you don't want the judge calling you Big Barty, right? You like to call the police now. You like to tell them what had happened. You like to file reports. You like to go get private investigators and call them and report people to the laws, right? Let's talk about it. How many times has Cardi online admitted that she's reached out to the authorities? So you're a snitch. And this is gang slang. Uh-huh. And so, uh-uh, I'm not feeling it. You're not Big Barty. I thought your name was Cardi B. You and uh, Star Brim, Lil Pancake Face. Y'all said y'all don't gangbang no more. She over there crying so much she ain't got no real friends. She hearing the clink, clink, clink all in her goddamn dreams and nightmares and shit. And here your ass go. Yeah, whatever, girl. Okay? Body, anybody saying they don't know my body. I son bitches. Move culture out the car seat. Okay. Um... People, 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 people. Cardi B must have either got an abortion, um, must be infertile, or must have had a stillborn. Uh, because ain't no, I don't see the sons. Where, where's the sons? Where's the sons? Um, only bitch with sons I know is Onika. And let's go ahead and get into that so y'all can get a full scope of, of why. Take a sons and i'm talking about bitches but i'm calling y'all my sons so it was so it was so comical that everybody got a kick out of it so i said you know what just to push myself lyrically i said i'm gonna just try to keep on making up new ones and so i hear a lot of girls saying stuff like that now and i'll be like oh but that's dope that's influence absolutely that's influence absolutely i'm not mad at that at we all. know where it came from yeah i'm not mad at all but but it, it started off as a joke. Um, Puppy said it to me, and he was dead ass serious. And it tickled me. Mm. Now that's T. Now that's T. Diddy, the one who told her that these bitches was her sons. 
Uh-huh. And so, yeah, they copy every word, every inch. So, here goes my thing. Is there anything new up under the sun? No. But when we talk about the whole sons and female hip-hop, we must go ahead and say, all of you have been inspired by Nicki Minaj to say that you got a son that do this or that the way y'all did. Because Nicki Minaj is indeed the one. Shout out to that So King, too. Nicki Minaj is the one who started incorporating that. And like she said, we start hearing it, you know, multiple times. And she would have a different way of saying it. But she said, okay, well, I wanted to push myself. So I did that on purpose. And now you hear it all the time. So let's go back to these lyrics. You know, our son bitches. You know, Cardi B is one of the main people that can't never even say Nicki Minaj motherfucking name. But you want to bite off of Nicki Minaj every chance that you get and try to follow up behind her. Yeah, girl, whatever. She said, got these hoes nervous. I can spit it to their heartbeat. So are you going to freestyle? Because if you could spit it to their heartbeat, then bitch, you ought to be ready to go. Because the other girls is at the radio station. The other bitches are at the radio station. The other bitches coming up and everybody else, everybody else is sitting up spitting into the heartbeat. That beat, your beat, my beat, Funk Flex beat, whatever beat. Can you do that? It took you 48 hours to write this bullshit? Girl, please. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Girl, she said... Super valid. Anytime I link Khaled. Platinum plants, uh, plaques hang on every wall in my palace. Clips still push. So anybody speaking malice. Clips still push. Cardi. Cardi. You allegedly orchestrated, you know what I'm saying, the attack of these women at the strip club. And then y'all went back up there. And all y'all did was throw some goddamn bottles. Cardi, what clip have you ever pushed, sweetheart? Who have you shot? Who who has gotten shot on account of calling you a dog-ass bitch? Huh? Huh? So ain't nobody got time for that bullshit. And then look at this. They said Cardi B plays on the name of the legendary rap duo, The Clips, which was formed by Real Life Brothers Pusha T and No Malice. Clips still pushing. So anybody speaking malice? I guess she thought that was a bar. Womp, womp, womp. No, she didn't. Cardi... Please, can you please stop? <sighs> Fashion icon, couple million for my stylist. I ain't got a problem with that because nine times out of ten, Cardi look gonna be good. So she better be down there paying a couple million dollars, and especially for what she be having on. Okay, five number ones. You got five number nuns. Boy, yeah, shut the fuck up. Let me tell you what I do like about this, though. I feel like the re the only thing that I feel like I like about this record is the fact that Cardi is getting a little spicy. Or whoever wrote it, they getting a little spicy. See, Cardi B has straddled that fence. Well, I, I don't be coming up against nobody. I don't be throwing a little sub. And Obviously, Cardi's trying to pop some shit off. Obviously. I like that in hip-hop. I like people getting up, saying something, and da, da 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 I like keeping it spicy. Okay, but once again, I'm a grown ass woman. This sounds like you know, um, your mama, your mom is so fat. Five number ones, you, you got five number nones, yeah. Okay, you know, it just was lame, but talk your shit, <laughs> sleeping on Cardi, all that napping shit done, off with your hat, all that capping shit done, and I got Hollywood waiting when this rapping shit done.
Will you be speaking proper English by then? When, when will you be done? When? Okay, let's get into it. What the fuck did she say? The most imitated, innovated, instigated. So just rhyming words? Because what are you talking about? The most imitated, nobody imitates you. We mock you. I don't know anybody that um, imitates Cardi B. I don't know anybody that wants to. Um, they said baby Nikki had the whole quarantine to push her pen. Um, the most innovative, you mean innovative? Is that what you're trying to say? I don't think you're innovative in any regard. I will say that you've had a great video budget. So I think that since Cardi B has been out with the type of music videos that she's put out, I think that her brand has put a lot of pressure on people to get a real good visual. Now I will say that. A real glossy visual. Her production, you can tell it costs a lot of money to make a Cardi B video. You know what I'm saying? With the custom built sets and all, all kind of shit that they be doing. So if I would give Cardi credit for anything where I feel like she has pushed the envelope, I would say visuals. I would say visuals. They said Millie Hayden is always, I'm giving props, but you block now. Thank you. Thank you for your engagement, babe. But, um, yeah, that's why I would give her credit. I would give her credit with the, with the visuals. I definitely think that people have taken notice and stepped it up. Um, and when I say people, I mean Megan with her follower ass. Um, ever since WAP came out, even when Press came out, Press didn't do that well. But I, I was very surprised that Press didn't do well because I liked the visual. I thought the visual came together really good. I thought that the concept made sense. Like, it was one of the things that actually made sense when it all came together. Even if you didn't love the song... I felt like the video and everything else was good enough to carry it. And it just didn't do well. I thought that it was a better song than some of the other shit that she had put out. So I was surprised. I was surprised. But anyway, after pressed, oh, after press and then going on, I feel like, um, I feel like people stepped it up. And especially with Megan, after Megan did WAP, every video has looked like a variation of WAP. Okay. That's how I feel. And I feel like people have really felt like, okay, let me do this. And, and female hip-hop. And there are some others. But on a, on a commercial scale, I feel like Megan is a great example. Um, instigated. Cardi, all you do is sit on the world wide web and get shit started and respond to bullshit. You instigate and antagonize people all fucking day, girl. Whatever. So let me say this. I'm going line by line. But what you would have to do to be able to really enjoy this song is to not act like she's spitting any fucking truth. That's what you have to do. You have to act like, okay, Cardi, Cardi this is a person you don't know nothing about her life. And she just popping shit. That's how you got to look at this song. Because if you try to apply it to the person that, that's uh, rapping it, you're not going to feel it. It's not going to resonate with you because Cardi's not that girl. Cardi is not who she's describing in this song. Not to me. Um, let's go ahead and get into the next lines. It says playlist favorite. Your shit never played it. Had to make a way and your shit never made it. I was broke in the Bronx or in the Bronx, but a bitch never hated Cardi. Why did you go get new titties? Hmm. You was hating when you went to the breakfast club and said that the black bitches was up there getting more money than you. Cause they had a bigger ass. Never hate it. Okay. They said, Millie, I just heard some of these lyrics on the rap battle between Cassidy and Hitboy. Go pull it up, bitch. <laughs> so she kept on going, kept on going, kept on going. I just feel like um, 
once again, I do not consider Cardi B to be no queen of rap. I don't even know if I've heard her say that. I feel like it's other people trying to make and then she implies it. She implies it. Cardi B is an entertainer. Leave her in that box because she's not a lyricist. So for Cardi B to be so proud that she wrote it, you know what I'm saying? I would go ahead and let somebody else take credit for that bullshit. Because, girl, you ain't talk about a motherfucking thing. Now, they say Cardi B is currently online fussing. And you already knew that because the internet ain't feeling the record. So, of course, you're going to have something to say. So, give me one second. And when I say she's been up tweeting, like this bitch has been up tweeting. She's been retweeting people saying that they like her song. Um, y'all was begging and pleading for Cardi to write something, even though she's been doing it. But when she openly says it, y'all try and shade her about writing. Do y'all want the girls to write or no? It's not adding up. Cardi! And you gonna retweet this dumbass shit? Y'all cannot sit up here and try to call this girl the queen of motherfucking hip-hop and rap. And then we say, well, write something, write something, write something. And then when she writes something, it could have been written by a fucking child. It ain't about trying to be shady or nothing like that. The shit was not up to par. Y'all sitting up here pumping this girl head up like she really fucking did something and it's mediocre as fuck. Now, bitch, comment on that. Bitch, don't play with me. That shit is not, cut it out. Cut it out. Y'all been begging and pleading. No, I want that hoe to freestyle. We can't trust her. All she do is lie. We don't know who wrote that bullshit. So you get your ass up and freestyle, bitch. Let us hear you. Now, how about that? Okay? Like, ain't nobody got time for that bullshit. And I'm not finna feel no type of motherfucking way. Yes, you could have been one of the people wanting her to write something. And now that she done wrote some shit, you see it ain't worth no shit. Okay? Girl, bye. Cardi this, Cardi that. Make me more famous. Yeah, okay. I don't see anything wrong with Cardi Burst on Kelly album. Motherfuckers love to hate. They said, we've uh, been established that majority of Cardi hate is just for the internet, uh, for likes and views. They say bandwagon hate, but it's good. Bring me streams and views. Check out Big Paper. They said Cardi really got on live and lied about just writing the verse like we didn't see Khaled bumping it on the set of his new view, uh, video shoot. He definitely didn't start filming no video shooting the last two days. So that song's been done and she lied. Cardi, she said, the day Khaled did his video, we sent him the hook and one verse. So he can know I was working on it um, and not fronting. This is my messages from last night. My engineer sending me different mixes in the middle of the night since we had to turn it in at 7 a.m. this morning. So now you done sat up here and told on yourself. You said that you wrote that song. You had 48 hours. Now you say that a hook and a verse was done. So how do we know how long it took you to come up with that and where the fuck that came from? We don't know. All we could ever really say is that end part that you did is what you maybe just did. Why do you, why do you need to respond to shit then you get caught up? Girl, what? You are very slow. They said, I actually like your delivery on the song, but it don't sound like you wrote it in two days, and that's okay. It ain't no competition for writing a fast verse. Just put out good verses. Up was definitely better. Good song still. No hate or shade. Cardi B said, who said it was competition? Competing about what? I was letting my fans know I got on the album so late and unexpected with no video and almost didn't make it because the beat was sent Tuesday night. I can't even tell my personal story without y'all making everything so catty. 
that said Cardi was explaining to Barty Gang why it came out late. She ain't trying to say I can write faster than anybody else. Like, damn. And so she says exactly. So the whole 48-hour shit, Cardi, it doesn't matter because it came out as trash. Okay? Who cares? They said so the beat was sent on Tuesday night. That's what she claims. She claims that the beat was sent on Tuesday night. So she had a hook and a verse already. The day Khaled did his video, we sent him the hook and one verse so he can know that I was working on it and not fronting. These are my messages from last night. Cardi just posted this. So this is from Thursday? Child, who knows? This girl annoying me. You sent me something via DM? Okay, we'll look at it. Okay. Um, let's see if she says something else. Well, somebody said, how am I coming at Cardi wrong? I just said that I don't believe that she wrote the verse in two days. What the fuck is wrong with criticism? That's why rap so soft now. All the artists and their fans act like pussies. Toughen up. I said what I said. Cardi B said, well, I was in the studio and Tyga was in the other room. And he came to show me some dope songs. And I told him that I was um, tired trying to finish a song for Khaled. And he said, wow, don't it come out on Thursday? Ask him since you're so invested, detective. So you want to pull Tyga into this shit. You know what the fuck you doing. You know exactly what the fuck you doing. Now you want to bring up Tyga? Tyga, don't don't get your extension snatched out, bitch. What is you down there doing with the ops, ho? Tyga. What what is you down there doing? But don't worry about it. Cuz uh don't about fuck with you like that no way. Okay, girl, bye. Bye. Cardi couldn't wait to tell y'all she was like, if Cardi could get a song with Lil Wayne or Drake, that hoe wouldn't be able to wait to put that in y'all face. And let me tell you one thing I know in two for sure. Don't make them niggas choose. Put them niggas up against the wall. They will not pick you. So keep on going out on the limb and throwing these names and shit out here and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, okay. Okay, girl, whatever. They said, what was the point? But exactly. Go ask Tyga. Why do I need to go ask Tyga anything? You a grown-ass bitch. I don't, I, you want me to go to an, another nigga about you? Why? Why? Girl. They saying Tyga, I, Tyga is a disloyal bitch. He finna make me cuss his ass out, bow-headed hoe. I like Tyga. They said Tyga team Nikki, period. He need to clear this shit up then. They said, but Millie, she said she wasn't doing no features. Why now? Mm. She a liar! Why did you li Why would you listen to this girl? She's a liar. She's a liar. All the hell do is lie. Lie, lie, lie. <laughs> the fuck? I'm not playing with her today. Let's get into Megan. <laughs> Let's get into Megan. What, 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 what is this? The link was broken. So the record I did it um with Megan and all of them and da 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 a fool. It sounded a horrible ass mess. Let me go to Mob's World so we can see what DJ Kelly had to say about that. Megan was not trending. Megan hasn't trended yet. And to me, that says a lot. Lil Baby was trending. Uh Cardi was trending. Big Paper was trending. Sorry not sorry was trending. Nas was trending. Um, Buju Bantan, all of them was trending, but er, er, damn near 
everybody was trending but her. 21 Savage. All of that. Nobody, um, nobody was really mentioning Megan at all. You know? Are they going to push that record? Yeah. Let's go ahead and get into it. Khaled Khaled is slated, uh, slated to drop this Friday via We The Best Music, Epic, and Rock Nation. The track list is naturally stuffed with famous guests, including Drake, Megan Thee Stallion, and Roddy Rich. Summoning his renowned hot man skills, Khaled is certain that Megan's track will be an evergreen hit. It's one of those records where, like, after a Super Bowl win or NBA championship, any accomplishment, um, he said, the last time I felt like this was with all I do was win. That's some win. This the feeling I'm getting. It's an anthem. He said, it just might be one of those records that'll be licensed forever. So they have really, really high hopes for these records. And uh, I think that you need to bring it on down some. Because sonically, this was an epic fail. It does not have to do with one artist in particular. In its entirety, Khaled Khaled sucked. Okay? I don't think it'll do any of that. I think that the nostalgia and, and the the big impact of... of uh, Nas and, and Jay-Z being on the record together, that'll be cute. But you got to understand, that fell flat. How many people were disappointed when all Beyonce said was, hey, how disappointed? And then she did the harmonies. Beyonce up here releasing pictures all on set. Beyonce said, hey, a fool. Beyonce was the reason why people were interested in the first place, really, really. Uh, were people excited to see them two men together? Yeah. But people wanted to see Beyonce. What is Jay-Z's brand without Beyonce at this point? Was Jay-Z established before? Yes. But has Jay-Z faltered? To be fair, yes, he has. Yes, he has. Could Jay-Z go on a tour by himself and gross the type of numbers if it wasn't for him being linked to Beyonce and being on a joint tour? I don't believe so. Because the shit was tanking before he linked up with Beyonce. And now every time we look up, Jay-Z is, is the plus one. Okay, so a lot of Jay-Z and people, you know, being interested in him, in my opinion, in 2021 on social media and musically has to do with his wife. You have hardcore Jay-Z fans who do love his music and the old shit and da 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 But I think that, you know, currently, currently, keyword currently, I think that the consumer is more interested in the fact that, okay, he's linked to Beyonce. And if you see Jay-Z, you might get the chance to see Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? Um... So, when, when Beyonce was not really, really a part of it, the way we might have thought, a lot of that hype died down. It was cool to see Jay-Z and Nas together. Okay. And the band played on. You know what I mean? I mean, okay. Cool beans. But who gives a fuck? And so, uh, ultimately, you know, let's get into this. And I like the song. That would be my number two song after the last record. They had the, you know, the vibes. The island vibes. Sorry, not sorry. It did sound good and I did like it. Uh, it was slow. It was thoughtful. I love Nas musically. And so he came. It was butter. And he did his thing. Jay-Z did his thing. I think Jay-Z is a great rapper. He's just not my favorite rapper. But I definitely think he's a great rapper. And so um, they did what they had to do. It was looking good. The video was boring as hell. But the song in itself, it was a decent song. It was cool. Let's go ahead and get into this. Um, title, you know, they want to show love. Jay-Z got his ass kissing just all the way up the... He curated a playlist, but something about it rubs me the wrong way. Nas, curated by the God Hove. Are you not a God? Is that not what I call it? I said it. In the Bible, it says that we are the gods. 
Okay? What makes me uncomfortable is the type of blasphemous energy I feel like. When I want to be empowered and I say I am, you know, and shit like that, and we talk and da-da-da, then cool. I cannot honestly say that in my gut that I don't feel like um, Jay-Z feels like he is a God and superior and likening himself to the God, the most high. When I say I am, it's not about me trying to, you know, compete with or be above the most high at all. I don't feel the same way with Jay-Z. I feel like um, Jay-Z, I just don't like it. I don't like it. I, I wouldn't want to be a part of anything that said um, curated by the God Millie. You know what I'm saying? I, I that, would, that would just make me uncomfortable. I would feel like I was playing with my with my God. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know what the fuck that meant. But the way that it looked curated by the God hove, you know, what? What? You know? They say God is God. I am not. Get into the term the most high. The most high. Because God isn't even sufficient for the most high. You understand? Once again, let's go to the Bible verse. For anybody that doesn't even know what I'm referencing. Let me see. Does anybody know what exact verse it is? I'm trying to find it. Let me see. Hold on. Oh, here we go. John 10 and 34. That's what it is. I found it. Per, look how I chopped it up in my damn brain. Okay. So let's get into uh, John 10 and 34 and what it says. And why people, um, you know, use this. So, John 10 and 34, Jesus answered them. Okay? And go read the other lines if you want to know what they're talking about. Jesus ans answered them, is it not written in your law? I said, ye are gods. If God is within me and created me and I am of my father, then I am. Then what am I? What does that make me? So, when people say, I'm a, I'm a god. I don't take offense to that because the most high resides higher than any fucking term that you can use for common mortal man. That doesn't bother me. That's what I mean when I say I am because I am of my father. I am. So don't, don't downplay me if I say something like that. That's what I mean, you know? Um, but once again, when we get into some, something like, you know, curated by the God hove, you know, that just makes me uncomfortable, you know? And, and I don't, I don't use it as a above anything. I use it as, you know, I'm of you. It's to pay homage. It's to, it's to be accountable for, you know, and to acknowledge where I feel like I came from, who I am and all that kind of shit. It's not in any way, shape, form or fashion to challenge my God, my number one, the most high and who, and who is, you know, such. So that's how I feel about that. Jay-Z has always made me uncomfortable with the way that he uses the terms that he uses. And that's just that. That's just the Southern Baptist Christian nigga that I grew up being. Okay. That's how I feel about that. It just rubs me the wrong way. They said, do you think that the hove comes from Jehovah? Yes, I do. Yes. They say Psalm 82 and 6. What the hell they say? Let's go take a look because I want to know. Ooh, I like that one. Bible study, anybody? <laughs> Check it out, people. 
Psalms 82 and 6. I have said, ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. Baby, Jesus said what I just said. So, bitch, when I say I am, that's exactly what the fuck I mean. You are not him. You have the Most High. So, when we say God, baby, God isn't even sufficient. That's why I refer to him as the Most High, because God, it, it don't even give you all the credit you deserve. Okay? So anyway, Shani said we are not gods. Okay, well speak for if you if you feel like you regular, then fine. I said what I said. And I feel how I feel. And ain't nobody gonna tell me no different. Okay. They said they call me Jehovah because my flow is religious. <laughs> Y'all. Anyway, let's go ahead and sum it up with this right here. A user on Twitter said uh and and then these are and this is what ruffles my feathers how do you want to pick and choose what you want to use out the bible the damn bible says it so either take it or leave it i'm not this i'm not that that's the, what the so do you believe in the text or not show me how much you believe in god let a nigga talk child nigga what and guess what I never needed a text to tell me a goddamn thing either because God is within me. So it doesn't even matter because I'm not even a, a Bible thumper like that. I grew up Christian Baptist. I'm more spiritual. I don't even need a text to when they, when they said the little song scripture, I ain't never even seen that line before and didn't need it to say what the fuck I said. God living me so much. So I literally told you what the fuck the son of God said any goddamn way. Speak on it. They talking about Jesus ain't say that. You don't know who the hell said it. By the time they got done writing that goddamn book, they could have put red writing on whoever. You still don't know what the fuck Jesus said. You don't know what God said. You Who wrote the book? A whole bunch of niggas. A whole bunch of niggas. They, they, ain't never, they ain't even got a picture of Jesus. Ain't no historical record of your said Jesus. Please do not get me started on that shit. Please do not get me started. But when it comes to who I feel like I am in this world and my connection to the Most High... I feel how I feel about it. And you got certain scriptures. Island Empire said, now Millie. Now Millie what? Do you want to come on the line? And do you want to have a conversation? Do you want to have a conversation about how anybody else that was around at the time that Jesus was supposed to walk has no recollection of him, no reports, no anything, but they have, you know, uh, content on anybody else. Do you want to compare Jesus and sun worship? Do you want to take it there? Do you want to get your feelings hurt about what you have dedicated your life to? Do you? I got time if you want to have time. Because to sit up and accept what the fuck a whole bunch of your oppressors then gave you and then challenge your own kind about it is absolutely fucking ridiculous. Who is Jesus? You tell me. Who is that? And when you can explain that to me, then we could talk. Who is it? Hmm? Okay. She said you are wrong. Oh, really? Then prove me wrong. Then prove me wrong. Then prove me wrong. Who is Jesus? Jesus is an idea. Jesus represents something. That's Jesus. Who is Jesus? Was Jesus literally a man? You live in a world that has told you that Jesus looked like a uh, Caesar board to people. Uh, a free call. A construct. That's, that's what the fuck Christianity is. They came up with that shit in the motherfucking boardroom full of white people. They said this is what we're going to give them. 
It's an idea. It, it's okay to believe in something bigger than yourself. It's okay to feel like, you know, this is so important to people. All of that is cool. All of that is cool. But if you don't want to challenge that, you will be the one that pays for that. You will not be blessed for being ignorant. I'm not going to sit up and tell you you're dumb or nothing like that. You're not dumb. Once again, I grew up Christian Baptist. So there was a certain way that I believed, you know, shit went. And that was just that. And when I allowed myself to open up and go research myself, I decided that, okay, eh, this doesn't, this doesn't suit me. And this doesn't benefit me. That doesn't believe, I mean, that doesn't mean that um, I don't believe in God's love for his people. I'm a testament of God's love because I'm here, you know, um, First of all, let's, let's actually get into it. When we even get down to the God that is being praised in the, like the Holy Bible, which is actually the Holy scriptures, it's been named wrong. Um, when you get into it, you, you get back to a character named L, which was one of the pagan gods. Uh-huh. You actually, the uh, deities and, and shit like this, what God are you actually praising? What God have they given you? That's what you need to be worried about. So don't come over here challenging me about a matter of fact, you can challenge me. You can challenge me, but make sure that you are well versed in your knowledge. Make sure that you know what you're talking about and make sure that you are ready to go ahead and pull that shit up and talk about it. Because see you, a lot of black people don't even know what the fuck they believe in. And you walking around and you got people laughing at your dumb ass, not even dumb ass, but you know, sitting up and what have I read? I've read a lot of different things. There's no one thing you can read. You go do research. You go do research about what you feel. You go read the text. You, uh, you, you know what you need to do? You need to go in and research the origins of your Bible. Go research the origins of your Bible. Research the people that had something to do with it. Go and research what was going on at the time. You need to go do all of that. And guess what will be apparent to you? That we got some stuff that, that, some things that are historical facts. We have a lot of inspiration. We have, first of all, the whole Giglamesh fucking story. You want to sit up here and, and go back and forth about a text that tells you that there was a great flood that did this and that. And that's a whole fucking ripoff of a whole nother story. You believe in a hell that does not even fucking exist. You, you believe in a heaven that was never intended for you. With a text that says that um, the fucking he heaven will be on earth for y'all. We got to, it, it'll be tangible. You understand what I'm saying? Like money love said that's your feelings and opinions, babe. I'm not giving you opinions. I'm giving you facts. So once again, you go do your damn research and you go look into it. You don't have to believe me. Go look into it yourself. What? They talking about that's not facts. I'm going to pull you up too. Let me hear from you. And let me read this real quick so we can make sure we don't have them sitting up waiting and we doing all this Bible talk. Hold on one second. So to sum this up right quick, little baby said that that's not a fact. They ain't answer. Okay, send a request if y'all want to talk about it. The the album, let's get on Cali Cali real quick, and then we're going to get up out of here and take it to Twitch and on Station Head. The album is trash. This shit sound like fucking ringtones. Her rapping sound like Rashida. They said the Migos sharing uh, balls like a blunt. Cardi rapping like she a hostage. Megan was just there. Jay-Z and Nas wasting beats. Beyonce just came for attendance and left. They said it would have been dope if DJ Khaled made an album using artists that never made or that never charted before to prove that he could make a hit with anybody rather than just using charting artists, okay? I agree with those sentiments. You want to show me you're a real hit maker? Then go find some real talent. So that's how I feel about that. Let's hit this affirmation and then let's go talk about our good God. Little black girl, you're beautiful, okay? Hold on. 
Um, little black boy, you're enough. This shit gonna get hard, but never forget that if we stick together, we can get through that shit. I love you for all the reasons.